Van D, a dynamic leader with decades of experience building companies and crushing sales. He's been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, my name is Van D. Inspiring audiences across the country to do it too. Here's Van. Welcome to another episode of the Van D podcast. Man, am I glad all you guys are with me today because I'm super excited for my topic today, and the topic today is creating a work ethic to succeed. And ladies and gentlemen, I have the right guest for this topic. His name is Jared Wright, and I'm going to say hello to Jared. Jared, What's up, Van? How are you, buddy? Thanks for being here, my man. Now, let me tell the audience a little bit about you, okay? Besides winning... Besides winning four Heisman trophies four years in a row. All as a kicker. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, Jared Wright is a former UNO Maverick football player. And what's cool is he's a marketing expert specializing in data and is the owner of the Share Group based in Omaha, Nebraska. In the last several years, the Share Group has found success in providing current and reliable data for real estate professionals across the United States. And his years of experiences and relationships built over the last 20 years have solidified the Share Group's position in the real estate industry. And I know Jared, and Jared has three children that keep him going and a wonderful wife, Katie. Uh, that's correct. Uh, that's the that's the glue that uh, that puts this bad boy together. That's uh, <laughs> most definitely. She doesn't get enough credit. Uh, well, I then think, why uh, don't we stop the podcast and invite her to yeah, be on exactly. instead She's of you? She's actually in the car uh, because uh, yeah, no, Katie, we love you. <laughs> no, absolutely. So you know, I want to get started before I get into creating a work ethic to succeed. Both of us are former. You yeah. know, you know, the University of Nebraska Omaha Maverick football players. The big difference is, it's kind of a big difference. You played, and I watched people yeah. play. <laughs> well, I thought the other difference was you folded your helmet up when you got done and put it in your back pocket, <laughs> <laughs> which tells you I never got to play. Yeah, um, yeah, it was um, it was kind of a, a, a nice little bond for us to have, I guess, um, to, to get us you know started in this conversation, but. Uh, UNO was a was a great place for me. I came from California, you know. I came from that junior college route, uh, so a little unorthodox uh, into into UNO, and um, and you know we won two conference championships uh, wow. under Pat Burns um, in '96 and then great in '98. Yeah, good guy, great guy, good coach. One guy that you know when you're a 22 year old man, you were scared to death of, yeah. and then then I met Sandy Buddha and and played for him on the beef for, uh, for a year and uh, and realized pretty quick you could be scared of him as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandy Buddha was my coach. That's what, yeah. And I still, you know, he's he is my all-time favorite coach. And I tell you, something that he did that I wasn't used to is he created a work ethic, just like we're going to talk about yeah. today. Coach Sandy Buddha taught us about discipline. And I want to tell you, that discipline I learned as a teenager in the early 20s at um, college, uh, it really helped me in my business career. Sure. And I think I told you earlier, my college career was like nine years. So I went into my late 20s and into, into UNO as a Bachelor of General Studies. But uh, <laughs> talk about work ethic. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, you're right. I mean, it's it's having those influences as, as young adults to to kind of see and, and uh, you know, and follow by example, right? And, and that's what taught me. Uh, through our coaches and my peers of what it kind of took to uh, 
you know, to take the the same work ethic you had on the field right. or off the field um, to to bring uh, you know into the the real workforce. And you know, Jeff Herzina, funny yeah. enough, you know Jeff, he's yeah, been on your sure. podcast. Yeah, Jeff was the reason I got into this data world. Um, you know, just a reference and a referral from a buddy that got me the job into what I'm doing here 20 plus years later, you know, and that's through the connection that we had, you know, as being a maverick. I know when I had him on, he said uh, one of the highlights that he remembers is when I came and and spoke to the team. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you were. Yeah, no, I was there. Yeah, no, most definitely. And actually, I only came and spoke because... They offered me a free lunch. <laughs> well, did you have the, the the French toast or the pasta? I think it was like the. I two had options. everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had. I got to have my. I got to have the uh, the pregame meal with you guys. No, I don't. I, I absolutely remember that. It yeah. was so so cool to be with all of you. But you know, for the young people listening, it doesn't have to be athletics to to be an organized. Uh, something that creates discipline. It can be academic. It can be anything that you're involved in um, that requires uh, perseverance, that yeah. you know requires discipline, and it, it'll play a huge role in your business life. But so, Jared, so tell me, tell tell my audience a little bit about the Share Group. Sure. Um, yep. I you know just uh, like I said earlier, just being a, a database marketing professional. Uh, about 2017, I had a midlife crisis and decided I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grow up, but I, uh, I left my nine to five job, uh, for the second time and said, uh, I'm going to do some consulting and some contract work for, for a couple of uh, companies. And, uh, one of those was doing some, uh, some consulting for a real estate, uh, call center. And so we started doing the, the outbound calling for real estate marketers. And through our data of experience through the years, we kind of put together a, um, a bunch of different motivated seller data sets for realtors, um, absentee uh, owners, for example, um, distressed properties, which is kind of... So you're doing the groundwork for real estate professionals. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And just get building the their, um, you know, today's world, there's no inventory right. anywhere in the U.S. And so uh, realtors kind of need to get creative on how they find sellers. And so we're able to segment various groups of motivated sellers off market and, uh, and allow these guys some success. And, and you know, we kind of take the basic principles of uh, having a quality product and, and, you know, being able to service that, uh, that relationship and then, uh, you know, building the relationship, I guess, is the, the most important part too. Jared, is there a lot of competition in your industry doing what you're doing? There is. Yeah, there is. And so for the last two years, we've kind of rolled up our sleeves and really done the, the groundwork and, and got the feedback from the clients and know that uh, we have something special. So we're starting to, to partner with some of the larger companies that have been around that have a larger audience for us to get our product in front of. So, you know, Building my company uh, back in, well, I've been in real estate since 83, but I started building my company in 93. Um, you know, companies, my competitors had better software, better office buildings, better furniture. But, you know, one of the things that I always said, said is that um, one thing I won't let my competitors compete with me on is my work ethic. So I really believe, and I know you feel this way too, but don't you believe that when you create an insane work ethic that you're you have created yourself to be on a level playing field absolutely and and uh you hit it right on the head yeah we don't have the 
the bandwidth of technology or yeah. the people, but uh, we do have the work ethic, right? We kind of know how to, to dig in the trenches and, and don't know how to do it any other way, yeah. but put the hard work in, you know? So, so when you're, when you're creating this work ethic and, and you're, you're fired up, it, it's not just, it's not just for three hours a day. I mean, you've got to really eat, sleep and drink the business when when you own your own company yeah. you're not going to work 8 to 5 no you're 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 th- either thinking about it or implementing 24/7 i know i was and i still am i'm all about business i want balance and especially yeah. with you having three children yeah. and a wonderful wife um, you've got to have balance so when you're doing this are you are you sharing your goals with your family? Like, are you letting them know what daddy's doing? (laughs) You know, it doesn't necessarily look like daddy's doing much because he's got sweats on and he's laying horizontal (laughs) half the time. But, uh, (laughs) but you're working, but you're working and gosh, you said it best. I'm van. I mean, that's the, the sacrifice that I've made, you know, the last few years is not being able to put down the, the laptop or the phone, you know, and always responding 24 seven that does, you know, compromise some of the the home relationships so you have to find that balance uh and gosh the patience that they have both uh, katie and the kids has been you know has been part of my success because they do know dad's working or mm-hmm. hey he headed uh, he had to you know head out to the garage to take a phone call you know as we all live in a pandemic I'm fortunate enough to have a, you know, a place for me to go hide (laughs) throughout the day, but gosh, I couldn't imagine some places, but you know, we have to get creative on, yeah, I take a call in my car in the garage, you know, or I take a call in the basement, you know, in the movie room. I mean, it's just different places. You're trying to find (laughs) that, that peace and that balance, but gosh, you, you're right. You, you don't stop working and it's a 20 hour a day process. I mean, from the minute you wake up to the second you go to bed, you're, you're wondering about this or that, or did I get back to him or her, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a balance that you try to, you know, lean on someone like you that's done it to find, you know, and I think it's, uh, it's awesome to be able to have this opportunity here today to, to kind of learn that from you. And I feel the same way about you. You know, one of the things is we're, we're all a work in progress. I don't care how much success somebody's had. Um, you know, like for instance, for me, I want to learn something new every day. I want to, and I'm going to learn from you today. I know there's going to be stuff that you've yeah. said or or will say that I'll be able to learn from. But you know, one of the things um, that I strongly believe in, because Jared, I didn't have a business family. You know, my family was uh, teachers and educators, right. which I'm just so respectful for because I really believe. I mean, my fiance is a teacher, so I'm a big fan of educators. But I didn't have anybody say, this is how you do it in business. But don't you think that when you're falling down and you're making mistakes and you're learning, isn't that going to be valuable later on in life? Oh, most definitely. Um, gosh, and you, you have to have that mindset of being able to learn every single day. Yeah. And once you stop <laughs> learning every single day, I think that's when you become stagnant and you get passed up by the the young buck down the road, yeah. you know, but, uh, you, you, said it best. And, you know, my wife, uh, there's a lot of similarities here, Van. I mean, Katie was an educator for, for a lot of years and, uh, decided to, you know, we decided to stay home and educate me a lot more on, <laughs> on uh, 
the, the basics of you know lifting the toilet. So seat. you're one of her her kids. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she went from thirty in a classroom to one. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's definitely a full time job. But no, Katie does help uh, on the business side as well with some of the the creative. But but to answer you, you know your question, I mean, it, it makes me you know kind of sit back and think about it, but. Yeah. You know, it's there's a lot of uh, of influences uh, every day that kind of puts you in, uh, in perspective. You know, yeah. and and one thing I always try to tell my kids is, you know, uh, you know, your you know life isn't going to be fair, right? Yeah. You're going to have a coach that is going to treat you differently than the next kid, or you're going to have a teacher that might grade something differently. But as long as you kind of have that positive approach to it yep. and you take it as a learning experience then then you're going to kind of come out on top instead of making it an excuse for it you right. know so uh it's such a, a blessing to be able to try to learn from all these experiences good and bad yeah. you know so and, and you know some of the balance like you said is finding you know the the balance of uh the, the home life versus the work life when you're yeah. doing it on your own and you're an entrepreneur it's there's a lot of sacrifices that need to be made i think too yep and you know i think where people like us where we make our biggest mistakes is we're afraid to ask for help yeah. because oh hey i'm a business owner i'm a manager i'm an entrepreneur i know everything right. that's not the case we need i know when i first got in real estate i went to the owner of the company i was uh, in my young 20s and and I went up to him, and I didn't have a manual. I just had to use my common sense. Right. Um, and I just went up to him when I first got in the business, and owners and managers want to hear this. I said, I want to be one of the best real estate professionals in the industry. If you see me doing something that right. I shouldn't be doing, or if there's something that I should be doing, I'm asking you to please take the time to tell me. Well, you know what he told me? Huh. No one ever says that. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever wow. comes up to him and tells him that. And right. so the more people you engage in your career and say, hey, if you see me doing something that I could be doing different, we that's how we grow. I yeah. can't tell you, yeah. I can't tell you, Jared, how much I've learned from watching people fail, watching myself fail, right. watching other people's victories and watching my own victories. That's how we learn. Uh, and that's how we create a work ethic is, you know, especially today, we've got to be our own boss. I don't yeah. care if you work for somebody else. A lot of us are working out of our homes. We have to create a work ethic that that we're accountable for, that nobody else is telling us. Absolutely. It, it's important, I think, as we kind of progress into the new year, yeah. Um, you know, writing down those, those goals of, you know, what is, you know, what is 2021 going to create for you instead of sitting around yeah. waiting for it to, to happen, you know, now, Jared, 97% of business people like you and I do not, do not <laughs> have written goals. And right. I want you to be honest because yeah. I got a lie detector test. Yeah, on exactly. You. Those headphones you're wearing are really a lie detector <laughs> test. Um, do you have written goals? We do. Um, I do. Yeah, um, I'm going to give you. Yeah, there you exactly. go. From a, there you go. Ow, ow, the lie detector tech, this, this shocked me. No, <laughs> that's a shock color. No, uh, it's important. Uh, and 
and not only do I hold myself accountable, we hold our team accountable. Uh, and so we go over some of the goals we have for our business. And it's not just revenue related. It's finding more time for the family, you know, and, and being able to step away from uh, the phone at night to watch Creighton lose by one yeah. to, to, to the Blue Jays or to the, oh, to the I Jayhawks know. I saw yesterday. It too. Yeah, I like, saw it too. These four o'clock games are kind of hard for me to get used to. I know. But, but, uh, beats, but anyway, so beats, I, yeah, to be able to walk away. Yeah. Um, and that's that you know goal setting to me is it's a it's a track it holds you accountable it gives you a track to run on if you if you um if you write them down it gives you something to monitor and to take a look at to see where you're at and i believe in sharing goals with your family yeah um i gotta tell you something so there's a guy that i coached he's in commercial real estate in our very first coaching meeting just to to add on to what you were saying jared our very first coaching meeting I said, what do you want to accomplish? And in his dialogue with me was, I want more time with my family. And I'll tell you something, he already had it down. He had it as part of his goals, more family time with my kids. So that's what we worked on. And not, yeah. not to brag, but he ended up being the number one commercial wow, agent. see. I'm not saying it's because <laughs> of my coaching. Yeah. Uh, but I guess, yes, I am. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but to learn from people like you well, to work smarter, maybe not harder, right? To be able to balance that, yeah, that home yeah. and, uh, if, and if, work life. If you can find somebody like myself that's been there and done that to learn from, it's going to save you years and years of making mistakes. Yeah. However, I really believe that you have to make mistakes. Sure. Uh, and that's how we learn. Some people learn. If you keep making the ones over and over and over right. again, you probably want to have a little visit with somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My first business was uh, was a mistake of not asking for help. You know, I kind of got too big for my britches and yep. and didn't know where to go because I was that macho man. You know, yep. I, I was... Uh, very common. Yeah, very yeah. common. And, and then I kind of panicked and sold it uh, to a company. So so I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and I'm kind of experiencing some of those um, those successes or those you know failures as yeah. uh, as we move along so it's uh it's a it's a it's a journey uh, van but it's um, but it does take work ethic it does take uh, the, the you know the work to put into it this doesn't come by come by lucky we can't win the lottery no I mean we can sure try you can sure try <laughs> you know you, you know um, people like you and I sometimes overthink things. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I notice about business people and entrepreneurs and people like us and my audience is we tend to overthink. And really, you just don't overthink it. You know what you need to do. Basic and fundamentals. And if you practice the basics and fundamentals, if you just only do the basics and fundamentals, you're going to be successful. It, it, you're so you're so true there. It's it's uh, it's so true. Getting back to the basics is is important, and yeah. that goes with the, the goal setting and yeah. writing them down, and and then how do you hold yourself yeah. accountable? Because sometimes you know your expectations are maybe yeah. too high. As yeah. uh, and and getting down to the basics really kind of sets those parameters for success. I yeah. I, I I think so too. You know, I'm not I'm not a spring chicken, but I'm kind of a well, midsummer chicken. Yeah, but. you're in your what 80s? Now? Yeah, <laughs> early 80s. Does it show? <laughs> not that far I don't, away. I don't, I I don't have those flowing locks, but... Uh, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of people that, that they say they want to live an above-average life. Right. And, you know, my response to them, if if you want to live an above-average life, guess what you've got to be? An above-average person. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. which means you can't be average. You've got to do things that the average, that people that are content with being average aren't doing. Right. You've got to do stuff that's out of your comfort zone. I want to give you an example. So last week I had a meeting with a company and went into their office. Of course, we did social distancing. On my, on my way in, a gentleman stopped me and said, hey, I love your podcast. I said, thank you. Can I have your name? Gave me his name. Mm-hmm. Said hello. Went back, three people in the meeting. We're walking around their building. I met two more people they introduced me to. What did I do? Now, this is, to me, an above average. Okay? Yeah. Average people don't do this. I went back home, got on the internet, <laughs> and got on their website, and I, looked up, and I looked up the other people on their on their." Um, on their website that I said hello to. Mm-hmm. I looked them up so I get their, their names. I wrote six thank you notes. Yeah. Six notes to say nice to meet you that probably took me 10 minutes to take to write six little notes. It says, hey, great meeting you in the hallway at your company today. Hope to see you again soon. I guarantee you they, they probably got them yesterday. Right. I guarantee them. I'll guarantee you that, that they're talking about it. Yeah. It took 10 minutes of my day. Right. Now, to me, that would be considered above average. Absolutely. And we all have this ability, and I'm a frugal fanatic. Right. I love doing things that don't cost money <laughs> because when you make money off of things that you're doing that don't cost money, it's a lot sweeter. It is. Yeah. You know? No, what a what a great example. And uh and those are the things I think in, in the world we live in that people forget, you know, is is, yeah. is doing the little things. I, I, I've been trying to to make people's uh, day a little bit better. Just, you know, if you if you drive through Starbucks, give someone a ten dollar tip or you know, I and, and I yeah. and believe me, I'm not uh, you know, financially equipped to be doing that, yeah. but I feel like some of the sometimes these people, you know, need that yeah. that follow your out. heart. Yeah, follow your heart. And, and the same thing yeah. is that in your heart, yeah. it wasn't hard for you to send those thank you notes because that's what you wanted to do. And that's well, who you are, man. Make, but, and that's what's fun. But you're going to make people feel good. It's not about you. It's about no, yeah. totally. But it doesn't. It doesn't come. It comes easy. It, it's not hard yeah, to be yeah, above yeah. average, yeah. you know. And yeah. so that average baseline, uh, especially today's day and age, with everyone, you know, my grand, my parents used to make me write my grandparents a thank you note, you know, when they gave you the, yeah. the sweater, you know, yeah. that you didn't want to wear yeah. for you know, did made too. you itch, and you're yeah. like, I'm not writing grandma, thank you. <laughs> but you know what, grandma, Thanks probably for this crappy sweater, I hate it. Now it's like pulling teeth to get my kids to call grandma you know i'm like facetime grandma tell her thanks for the sweater you know but i've told my daughter the same thing i said if you're not going to write a thank you note then you need to tell her not to buy you gifts anymore yes i mean seriously yeah because that's the yeah it's just like you said it's getting back to the basics and being above average i mean gosh what a what a, a, a an easy statement to, to embrace, but uh, but can some people practice on, you know? You know, there's a book in the Bible that I really love, and my fiancé read, read this back and forth to each other in Proverbs. And I'll just share one with you in Proverbs 2.1.5 says, Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. And I, I'm bringing that Proverbs up because so many people want the quick buck and they want the shortcut and they want to be successful, but they want, but they don't want to put in work in the ditch. You've worked in the ditch. Mm-hmm. I've worked in the ditch. It's just like when someone says to me, I want to open up a restaurant. My first thing is, have you been a dishwasher? <laughs> yeah. Have you been a bus boy? Have you been a bartender? Have you been a host? Learn every aspect of that industry before you know, you know, it's just like in real estate. Jared, I worked for another company for 10 years before I opened up my own 
So the chances of me failing were slim because I didn't just get in it and say, I want to be a rock star. I had to dig in the ditches. So I think a good work ethic starts with doing the things that maybe you don't want to do. I tell you, there's a, um, I'll just say the name, Jams Restaurant. Mm -hmm. Years ago, um, it was under a different ownership. They got great owners now. But Mm -hmm. uh, I'll never forget, I would, that was one of my favorite lunch spots. I would pull up and some days I'd see Mark Hoke, who was the owner at that time, sweeping the front sidewalk before the guests come in. Now, could could he have gotten somebody from the kitchen to do that? No, and it, it... you know, you can't be afraid to put in the work and create that work ethic. And here's the thing, Jared. Once you create that work ethic, all of a sudden, that discipline's going to become a habit. Mm-hmm. And then that habit's going to become natural where it's not going to be a big deal to right. you. Right. Right. That's such a great, that's such a great point. Um, there's things that I always tell my team, uh, there's, there's leaders and then there's bosses, right? Leaders, yep. leaders will do anything that they ask their team to do, their employees to do. Uh, bosses are the ones just make them do it, you yeah. know? And so it, it, it is a, a balance of kind of practicing what you preach. And, and like you said, digging in those trenches. I mean, you have to put in the work to have the success. And yeah. I think with the, the longevity, longevity of success, yeah. you know, now, Jared, a lot of my audience uh, are real estate professionals throughout the United States because that's my background. Sure. And I know that that's what you cater to is that industry. Right. How how can my audience do business with you? Kind of give us a little of how they contact you, your website. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're, we're very accessible. We are growing in technology. So soon uh, there'll be some availability with a site uh, to, have, to have access to our data without even talking to me. But now you can, you can visit our website. It's www.theshare.group. That is T-H-E-S-H-A-R-E.group group or uh you can you know call my cell phone uh, it's uh, it's available i'm i'm accessible at all times as as we move along in this and i'm a big believer in uh you know and in, in building those relationships with these realtors that we deal with i mean last year alone you know as a as a kind of a one-man uh organization like i said we're two years into this growth of where i'm headed um uh, you know i did over a million dollars in gross sales Jeez, uh yeah and, and over six hundred thousand was uh, real estate revenue wow. um and so we have something that's really good that people are starting to become aware of. And, and it's, it's their hard work they have to do. So if you're going to find a relationship and do business with me as a realtor, you have to put the work in. Right. You have to make those outbound calls. You have to build that relationship because we are really good at finding sellers off market. And so we are finding the data for people that, uh, that want to move eventually or maybe need to move for for circumstances that uh, they can cannot control we have that data so for one data set for example is uh absentee owners like non-owner occupied data letting the cat out of the bag but that is the hottest niche right now for realtors to go after these landlords don't want to hang on to their property right and it's 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 all timing i mean you, you may contact a landlord that says i'm done I mean, I'm in a landlord's group, and I tell you, if, 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 you, if you knew how many times some of my fellow landlords say, I'm selling everything, I'm tired, I'm done. And realtors <laughs> don't necessarily know that those niches are there, yeah. you know? And so we have a really good phone number basis. So I license various data. So we'll license like voter registration data yep. to get that phone number and email and put it on that transactional record. So yeah, no no uh, real correlation for you and I to, to talk the realtor business today. It's the work ethic, the you know, the hard work that built who you are, yeah. uh, who I'm building to be, but it's funny that we have some similarities in business there. 
Well, I tell you what, there's nothing like creating a work ethic, and that's why you were the perfect guest for me, because I know that you're very authentic, Jared. You're original, um, you're organic, and you've you've worked your tail off to build this company. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, check out Jared's website, www.theshare.group. And I'd love it if you did some business with him, because not only does he have a great concept and a great company, but... Jared Wright is one heck of a great guy, and I'm very fortunate to have him as my guest today. So, Jared, I just want to thank you for being with me today, and I'm going to ask you back if you don't mind. Man, I would love to be back. Is this the part where you uh, proposed to me? Because I watched the, the listen to the last podcast. You know, <laughs> and see, here's the deal. I was going to say he went to Jared. Yes, did you? Yeah, he went to Jared. <laughs> he went to Jared Wright. I love it, man. I appreciate it, man. What a what a blessing to be here today. Yeah. Uh, you are someone that uh, we look up to always. So oh, appreciate uh, the opportunity. This is a like a dream come true, brother. Well, I'm grateful. And we're going to do this again. And to my audience, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and please check out my website at vandeeb.com if you want to go back to a couple years worth of podcast and get fired up empowered and inspired and once again my guest today jared wright i'm so grateful he was with me and thank you everybody and have a great day a huda media production